editing can be done technically. <laughs> if you want me to edit your podcast, you can let me know. It's very easy for me. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Barcast. I'm your host, Nick Barr, coming to you on a Saturday evening. Joined tonight by uh, Matt, my yes. friend, whose last name will be omitted from this podcast. Maybe, yeah, for certain reasons, if those reasons happen or if it happens to slip out. I don't think it's a big deal. Though. Okay, great. Um, so Matt, you and I were talking about uh, a really interesting uh, disorder. Mm, yeah, I don't even. I guess. I guess so. When you say you have something, uh, does that mean disorder? It's not a disease. Neuroatypical trait. Sure. I think that's that's a much better way of putting it. And I think we'll get into that later um, as we dive deeper into it. But we're talking about aphantasia, which um, my understanding of it is your mind's eye is blind. Mm, when, that's a very poetical uh, way of putting it. When you summon an image to your mind, you don't actually have imagery. Right. Visual imagery. Visual mm-hmm. imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think either, either of us fully know what this means yet. Yeah, I mean the the listener if they want they can pause the podcast and go to the Wikipedia page for the VVIQ, right. the vividness of visual imagery questionnaire that we're sort of going to talk about and they might have the same experience that I did which was like the vividness of visual imagery questionnaire is a questionnaire to test the vividness of visual imagery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and we're not just going to talk about it, we're going to take the VVIQ. Yes. So uh, it's definitely a good idea if you're listening at home to pop up that VVIQ yourself, and uh, we'll, we'll try to kind of time things such that the listener can, can take it along with us. Uh, so the, the goal of the first part of this um, episode is to take the VVIQ and sort of self-diagnose and discuss uh, our findings. Yeah. Up front, I'm just curious... How do you think you're going to score on the VVIQ? IQ? I understand it to be a range, not binary. So right. from having... Good. <laughs> I'm going to do good on this test. Uh, do you think you're going to be sort of some sort of savant who has incredible visual imagery? Do you think you're going to be uh, totally deficient in this area? Uh, so if we, if, if we can talk about this spectrum as like a, you know, in percentile... Yeah. Fashion, where it's not like 100 percentile yeah. or 0 percentile or better or worse, but yeah. just in terms of how visual, mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to be in the 60-something. The yeah, something like that. I think I'm a somewhat visual person. Yeah. I, maybe I'll be surprised that I'm a highly visual person, but I know I'm not not a visual person. And I also know I'm not some sort of like like, you know, sees right. things, experiences things fully formed. Because, I, you know, when I glanced through the sort of oh, measuring already taken the VVIQ. Cri- criteria, well, I looked at the first thing that you told okay, me. Okay, so told me to I, look well, I, didn't look, I didn't look through it. Um, <laughs> okay, so, you know, we'll factor that in. Uh, I think I'll rank in yeah. the... Where are you going to be? The 8th percentile. Okay. I think... Very low. And this is part of my interest in this. I think I might be a, a fantastic... I think you're fantastic, too. <laughs> because I was doing some visualization exercises, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, you know, they'd be like, imagine a blue circle or something like yeah. that. And then I was listening to the Q&A, and yeah. someone's like, I found out that I'm a fantastic, which means that, like, I can't That's even... really what you say. No, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't... Right. A fantastic? Yeah, yeah. It's not as cool as a fantastic. Uh, I can't... Mr. Fantastic. When, when people are actually describing this, did yeah. you know that they actually really mean, like, look at a blue circle? And I also was like, what? No. 
Yeah. And so I'm coming at this from a place of suspicion that mm. I am not. But but enough enough. Uh, I wonder if you're just going to score high on the kind of hypochondriac <laughs> or propensity to, uh, yeah. well, there's a good word for this that I'm blanking on, uh, pathologize. That's what it is. Yeah. Which well, I rank very you also high ranked. on that. No, I think we're both. <laughs> there's another. <laughs> a uh, That's another BarCast another, episode. Another IQ test. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read... I'm gonna read the instructions. Yeah, do we wanna do we wanna tell people sort of how to find this in detail and give them time or are we gonna leave that up? The to Barcast them? listeners are among the most That's intelligent. Sick. So just Google VVIQ and you'll find a doc. There's yeah, there's a doc that you should read so along. So we've with downloaded us. this doc and I'm reading from an app. They don't even need to download this because you can just listen to us describe it. That's true. But if you'd like to have something in front of you. So Matt, for each item on this questionnaire, try to form a visual image and consider your experience carefully. For any image that you do experience, rate how vivid it is using the five... Oh, did I start recording? You've got me scared. You're like looking at something. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was checking levels. Sorry. <laughs> no, check levels. Go for it. Break, breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> yes. I used to work as a recording engineer and, uh, you know, I'm going to... I'm. You yeah, already great. saw me be sort of somewhat futzy yeah. with our setup. I should have I should have set it up better because Barcast listeners, I'm sure, will have a treat for their ears. And, uh, or it might is... be significantly worse because instead of using, let's not go into details. Yeah, we're, let's stay focused. Um, but we are recording. Uh, for any image <laughs> that you do experience, rate how vivid it is using the five point scale described below. If you do not have a visual image, rate vividness as one. Only use five for images that are truly as lively and vivid as real seeing. Please note that there are no right or wrong answers to these questions, and that's not necessarily desirable to experience imagery, or, if you do, to have more vivid imagery. Really beautiful framed. Uh, so five is perfectly clear and vivid as real seeing. Four is clear and reasonably vivid. Three is moderately clear and lively. Two is vague and dim. One is no image at all. You only know that you are thinking of the object. And that no is in, is in quotes. Uh, so... I already just this scale I think is is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm again I'm not too worried about adding, outing myself on this. So mm-hmm. like I'm a professional musician. Yeah, uh, I have a science background only as far as university, where I took some science classes and enjoyed them. But I look at this and I'm like, wait, this is science because because of the truly subjective nature of like. The word well, lively yeah, and vivid sure. and re- and like and vague and dim. Anyway, I, I'm I'm getting skepticism acknowledged, uh, and uh, we'll we'll dive deeper into it after we've we've taken. Okay, it. yeah, let's just uh, get into it before. Let's I... just get into it. Um, excuse me. Should we be writing? We should write. I have down little... our scores. Okay, you. Oh, do you want to do it sort of private? That's a better idea. Let's, I think so. For suspense building, let's yeah. um, record it privately. Give me some of that paper. I've got a little paper here for you, but these are the show notes. These yeah, are that. I'll flip them over notes. once we're, we're going to need to refer back to those for sure. All right, how many questions are on the test? There are going to be 16 questions Great. on the test. But, well, yeah. That's fine. They come kind of come in batches. Yes. Okay, so listener, uh, uh, join us in in this quiz. For items one through four... Think of some relative or friend whom you frequently see, but who is not with you at present, and consider carefully the picture that comes before your mind's eye. 
some relative or friend whom you frequently see, but they're not with you at present. Yep. That's you. So you and I are just we do. We, we cannot count. But okay, so I've got somebody in my frequently. Yeah, you frequently. Okay, see. all right. I was I was actually gonna okay choose someone different without that. Okay, frequently. Great. So let's talk about the exact contour of face, head, shoulders, and body. Let's talk about characteristic... One sec, sorry. Mm -hmm. I was really thinking about that. Um, Okay. Characteristic poses of head, attitudes of body, etc. Precise carriage, length of step, etc. in walking. Hmm. The different colors worn in some familiar clothes. Mm. Going straight through. Let's go straight through. through. Okay, Um, I have so many thoughts already. I know, I know, me too. But I think I think we should just kind of power through and then we'll we'll talk. Let's do it. Um, Section two: Visualize a rising sun. Mm. Consider carefully the picture that comes before your mind's eye. First, let's imagine the sun rising above the horizon into a hazy sky. Now visualize the sky clearing and surrounding the sun with blueness. So take that rising sun, and now the sky clears and surrounds the sun with blueness. Mm. Clouds, a storm blows up with flashes of lightning.
a rainbow appears. Okay. Moving on to check uh, the second, third section. Think of the front of a shop which you often go to. Consider the picture that comes before your mind's eye. Okay. Shop that Yeah, let me let me decide. That's mm -hmm. a tricky one. Can make some Amazon joke. <laughs> All right. The overall appearance of the shop. Oh, fuck, I need to pick a new shop. <laughs> Does your shop lack an appearance? It doesn't have an opposite side of the road. It's like in, it was, I picked there, the, There's I, no there there. I, I picked a little coffee shop inside the Caltrain. Mm. Um, I know this is a tricky one. Shops are so like. I know. This is this is this must be the V one. I know they created another one. Oh, most. did they? I think this is an out of date one. Mm. I'm not sure that if that's true. Yeah. I have comments, but we'll we'll talk about this. Later. Is this is a British thing, right? Is it? Yeah. Well, some of the spelling suggests that, and I oh. also thought that they did. Maybe they just go to shops more. <laughs> right. Those Brits and yeah, their shops. Imagine a British shop is already more vivid. Um, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Consider the overall appearance of the shop from the opposite side of the road. A window display including colors, shapes, and details of individual items for sale. I mean, okay. The like, shop doesn't have that. Yeah. I guess, like, I, I'm, I'm going to... Just try to like imagine yeah, myself translate. looking at the looking, looking through the something. window, yeah, yeah, or even looking at like a shelf or something. I don't, mm. I don't think that's cheating. You're near the entrance. The color, shape, and details of the door. You enter the shop and go to the counter. The counter assistant serves you. Money changes hands. Got it? Yep. Okay. Finally, this is the last section. Think of a country scene. This is, this is getting more British. <laughs> think of a country scene? Yeah, you don't think about country scenes. <laughs> Which involves trees, mountains, and a lake. Consider consider the picture that comes before your mind's eye. Got it? Yep. The contours of the landscape.
color and shape of the trees. The color and shape of the lake. Finally, Matt. A strong wind blows on the trees and on the lake, causing waves in the water. <sighs> okay. So we got numbers. Should we total up these numbers? So here's a, uh, an interesting thing about this IQ test we've just taken. D there's no rubric. There's do. nothing. So, yeah. so just silently... Count yours Tally. up, and then okay. let's let's you and I are going to become the sort of, <laughs> and the listener, you know, can tweet us at uh, the Barcast's Twitter account, which doesn't exist. Just at your Twitter. Yeah, my Twitter, NS Bar. Okay. Let's uh. Let's go section by section. section by section and build some I wanna, suspense. So I want to talk through these sections. I also have another idea, which is that I want to do this, you and me. Yeah. And we can each individual audience member can compare with yeah. us. You know, it's the, mm -hmm. the usual parasocial situation. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I, I have some like, I have some thoughts about this. And you know, I'm I a hear. vociferous one. Yeah. Maybe at some point, if I'm really expounding on my thoughts and I go into a little bit of a tear, yeah. we can do some Googling about about these numbers and see if there's a rubric or anything. Love it. Love okay. It. Let, let's, let's do that. We might have a break in a bar cast. Oh, okay. So that might be a good time okay. to check. Cool. Um, but let's just chat about it. Let's do it. So for now, for now, I think there's going to be lots to talk about. Let's yeah. start just by comparing Should numbers. Should we go item by item or section I, let's by Let's just section? do section by section. Okay. Section one. Yeah. On three. Okay. One, two, three, four. Point five. <laughs> I did a lot of point fives. It's interesting. It says as much about you as anything. I think so. I, I decided that very early on where mm -hmm. I was like, the, the, this system is too gross. The resolution right. is too coarse. So interesting. So while you don't have a particularly good uh, vividness of visual, your 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 grain your granularity is like really strong despite well, your. Okay, so here's here's my thing. I want to talk about our numbers. I want to talk about the individual question. But here's the here's my takeaway. Huge reaction from just having taken this. Mm -hmm. My images when we first mentioned any of these things mm -hmm. were crystal clear, like wow. maybe fours. Wow. Every every individual thing we said, it was like, boom, there's a flash of it. Mm -hmm. But when I had to sit down and take some time and think about each individual element, yeah. they all went down to twos and threes and sometimes in the one range. I, I've, got, I've got questions for you, but let's let's quickly go through this, yeah. the rest of this. Mm -hmm. So uh, you said 10.5 and yeah. a four. Uh, section two. Yeah. One, two, three, Eleven. four. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, hey, I've made it... <laughs> Counting <laughs> error. <laughs> uh, okay. I have an amendment. <laughs> five. 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 Also for the that. first yeah, section. Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Section, section three. three. One, two, three, twelve. Ten point five. What was section three? The front the of shop. the shop. You love shops. <laughs> <laughs> you love shopping. 
<laughs> That's what this says. Because there were other things where I was like, you know, in this one I realized, I don't oh, like this. I hate this I don't, song. I don't care about doors. I, that was my lowest score of the entire quiz was about the door. I gave a bad score to the I door. I can't tell you fuck all about this door. But when you, the, my only four of the, of the quiz was about exchanging money, was about paying. Now, granted, <laughs> I was in this shop earlier today. <laughs> so I, I paid money yeah. at this shop earlier today, and it's a yeah. shop that's a cashless shop, and it has a sign that yeah. it's a cash... But still... Well, so let, let's finish this yeah. up, because okay. it might turn out that I overtake you and that you have a disorder. <laughs> Section four. One, two, three. Ten. ten. Whoa. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you almost go for a high five. I want to high five you too. But, yeah. Uh... It's not a great audible. It's not, yeah, uh, we, we, our nice was much better. Nice was perfect. Uh, okay, so let's quickly count up our totals. Okay. 32 for me. Okay, I have 42. 42. And the lowest mm-hmm. possible would have been a 16. Mm-hmm. And the highest possible would have been an 80. Just, yes. you know, just mm-hmm. this is reference. Not mm-hmm. that, that that's not our range. But. yeah. Certainly a marked difference between our answers. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting, so notably in those first two sections about the friend and the rising sun. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you like you warmed up in this? No, or was so, there... so I have, I've been doing a little bit of playing with this, you know, this uh, space. And I'm so, I'm, there's so much to say. I'm so interested and excited to dive into it. I have, I think, sometimes a near photographic memory when it comes to, like, if someone is like, Nick, uh, um, Briarcliff, my Briarcliff house. Mm-hmm. I can picture myself walking up the driveway. I can see the gutters. Mm-hmm. I'm walking up the stairs. Yeah. One, two, three. I Whoa. take a sharp left. Uh-huh. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen, fourteen-ish. Uh-huh. Um, I walk up and there's the black welcome mat. Open the screen door. Open the and I, I mean I could walk uh, you're through. You're taking me on a mind journey. I could walk through this white table with the things, the little feet. Um, mm. The the I don't know what kind of plant that is, but this like thing with like there's a hanging plant, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, like uh, ha- coat hangers, uh, not coat hangers, but like little what do you call them? Like pegs. Pegs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Open this thing with a gold. Not, I, I I can I can it's walk us through the house. It's very vivid. Uh, I have I can open drawers and remember what was in them, etc. Do you think this is a five? No, I would say that's like a four. Okay, yeah, um, that's, it's, it's it's a lot, but it's. I have it's a lot of five. skepticism about the five score on this quiz. Um, so not, so so yeah. two things. I mean, so yes, skepticism about that. For me, even as I describe that, so let's talk about the rainbow. Yeah, uh, I gave the rainbow. The rainbow appears. I actually gave that one a one. What did you give it? That's number eight. Number eight, 3.5. So I want to hear about your experience. My experience was as soon as they said rainbow, yeah. I remembered a rainbow yes. that I saw. Yes. And I have, I have a very concrete yes. memory of seeing that rainbow. Yes. I know exactly where I was in yeah. physical location. I know the graph. I like, I, I'm very good with like the pathing, the pathing of things. Uh, Place-based or location-based. Location, but also like... Not simply a static image, but right, like right. sort of oh, like moving abs- through space. Oh, yeah. Then, then I'm like, I'm like, okay, you're here. Remember the, yeah. the and you took a picture of it. Now look up, and then it's like it's fucking static and like crazy Whoa. blinking, which is my normal Whoa, static closed and eye. Blinking. Interesting. Closed eye state. I mean, my eyes were you like crazy were, the you whole were time. Closing your eyes for all these, I noticed a lot of these. I had my eyes oh, open. open. 
Sometimes it's clearer for me if my eyes are you open. Not if I open super blinds. wide like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the visual memory kind of coexists with the visual sense. Uh-huh. So the question of memory, <laughs> you're doing such crazy shit with your eyes right now. I was now. just trying that. Yeah, I think so. I think that's on VVIQ V2. Is I think open eye is even stronger VVIQ than closed eye. If you need to close your eyes mm. to summon images, closing my eyes like fucks with me when I. So okay, so but here's what I wanted to get into is, yeah. I, I'm like a I would be a really annoying test taker for this test for the for the sci- scientists mm-hmm. administering this test because I would have so many questions about exactly the way I was supposed to be thinking about these things. Yeah, because are we talking about using visual memories to call up this? Right. Or are we talking about using our imagination? Right. Because one of these, uh, think of a, a country scene. I, yeah. I didn't get it. Ch- I wasn't sure if I, am I, am I creating, am I imagining this country scene? Right. Or am I supposed to be recalling a country scene? And, and, you know, granted mm-hmm. part of this is what we've been making light of is like some, these small dis- differences in vocabulary. Yeah. But, that whole thing messed with me the entire time. Totally. Because if you say visualize a rainbow appearing, totally. I can give you a cartoon. My mind can give me a cartoonish image of a rainbow appearing, no sweat. Right. Or it can give you uh, a, a mental photograph of a rainbow that I've seen. Mm-hmm. But there's not much in between for me of like imagining a photorealistic rainbow appearing in a photorealistic... Is that what we're... Yeah, so I, I think that's one of my central questions too. Like, is that what vividness is? Saying back to you, what I'm hearing is like, and maybe you're talking about something slightly different, but for me, I've continually wondered when I do have these. So I think I have no visual imagination. So for instance, I, I've heard, I think I saw something else, which is like, imagine a blue circle. Mm-hmm. So like, close your eyes, imagine a blue circle mm-hmm. or whatever. For you, don't close them, whatever. But mm-hmm. then like, now imagine it's doing. You know, it's changing color or it's mm-hmm. going up and down. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I oh. definitely can't do that. Yeah, for me, it's maybe a four. Okay. So, yeah. so for me, that's visual imagination. Yeah. When I have these high scores, I think it's like memory. really strong memory. Yeah. That's basically like, I took a little camcorder in my brain and like yeah. recorded everything. And then I'm like, hey, play that back. To yeah. Me. And it can, it works pretty well. Yeah. But it feels, it feels like, it feels very memory based. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, you were talking about like skepticism around like whether this thing's legit or not. Like, I haven't read any of this, but th- this was grounding for me in terms of like how one would test this. Mm-hmm. The testing really makes sense when you have someone hooked up to an fMRI scan right. because then you can see is their visual cortex mm-hmm. firing? Yeah, sure. And so someone could be like, "I'm a four, I'm a five, but their VVI, right. their their visual cortex is not going off at all. Yeah. And in fact, maybe they're just they're they're just I, I don't know using a different mental construct. Right. And yeah, that's that's what seems so hard to nail down when you're taking it without the fMRI portion of it. Right. Um, I still think it's really interesting, but we end up stuck with some of the questions Mm -hmm. that we have. Yeah. Interestingly, they do say that like they've done enough of these studies that in general, the VVIQ is a good um, predictor. Like, so of course within an individual, they they might get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Like these self-reporting studies are accurate broadly. That makes sense. Yeah. No, my skepticism was more just that, it's the same reason that I just said I'd be a super annoying test taker. Yeah. Because I would just be like, what do you mean by that? What do you mm-hmm. mean by that? Whoa, mm-hmm. should I be doing this or this? Mm-hmm. And that's me. That's my personality about about everything. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you know, it was so interesting. I, again, I, ha- I have stuff for, like, all the categories. Yeah. Uh, I thought were particularly interesting. Um, like, I chose someone I see all the time. But before, I missed the word frequently the first time that I read it or you read it. And um, I thought of, like, a really close old friend mm-hmm. of, of both of ours. Mm-hmm. I thought of our friend Vic, mm-hmm. whom I haven't seen in... I don't know, a, a significant portion of a year. Yeah. And and again, part of this is just my immediate visual memories of these persons are so clear. But then if I try to drill yeah. down into it, 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 it goes away. But for a moment, mm-hmm. I am seeing this person in my mind's eye. Some, mm-hmm. some you know, archetypical version of them, sure. I, ha- I have something similar. I mean, as you said, Vic, I, was, I could summon Vic up to memory or to vision pretty well, I think. Again, like, I'm a little bit, like... Yeah, I, I think I have. I have, like, some physical properties yeah. of him. Um, I chose Teresa, and I can... I really struggled with, like, visualizing her. Yeah. I, I think there might be something to that, like, the way that, like... Well, within that one, I... I guess I gave myself a two mm-hmm. for... Uh, it was the one where it's like kind of like poses. It was characteristic poses of head out of his yeah. body. I was able to really do that easily. Yeah. I gave it a two, I think, because it's it a lot of those poses didn't even feel visual. They felt sort of like almost like orientation y or like I don't know, like mm. they felt almost okay. like positions of body. So in other words, like the thing that was getting fired for me is almost more about like orientation yeah, than like location. How they looked. Hmm. Yeah, that's really... So, uh, quickly, when you close your eyes, Mm -hmm. just close your eyes, what do you see? Don't try to sum up up the image. What are you seeing? Nothing. I mean, I know that's like a loaded thing. I think it's gray or black or white. There might be... If I really drill down, I can make it change a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. I can feel, I can sense the light coming in from this window on my left. Mm-hmm. So there's a gradient of the darkness across my eyelids. There's some. It's not staticky. I see like I guess staticky blackness really... with some like deep purple spots. Yeah, if I really drill down, you could describe it as staticky. As I talk. It moves a lot mm-hmm. as my face moves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some red, purple, pinks, and sort of the darker, more closer to black shades of those. Yeah, but it, it doesn't feel like that. You know, my my knee jerk reaction, nothing is, of course, what I've conditioned myself to like call this. Right. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, there's some staticiness. There's some. There's some like trails. I, I almost want to imagine that the reason you say nothing is because you're so used to putting like paint on the canvas. Yeah, exactly. For me, like that's like like that's kind of what I work with. I think like it doesn't feel like a blank canvas to me. It doesn't feel like nothing. It just feels like this is like this is the world that I see with my eyes closed. I think I think when you when I said nothing, I wasn't tapping into my visual sense. Mm. Is what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't looking. I, I'm just, I was just sitting there and when I close my eyes, usually it means I'm trying to use another sense or another part of my brain. Right. 
so it's funny that I said nothing and then I felt kind of foolish because then I sort of like tapped into uh-huh. my visual sense and I, there were all these things. Um, any, before we move on to the, yeah. to the, to kind of the so whatness uh-huh. of aphantasia and, and the discussion around it, any, any final thoughts on this quiz that we just did? I mean, obviously I would love to do it hooked up to an fMRI machine. Right. Um, because yeah, again, it's, it's really interesting to talk about in these ways, but you know, I have, I have actually a lot of thoughts about what you were saying with regards to place memory Mm -hmm. and things like that and the vividness and the visualness of that, because, um, you know, something that I, that I think about a lot. Because, you know, I don't know, I play music for a living and I memorize music for a living and I teach people to memorize music for a living and memorizing music is famously difficult. Mm -hmm. So I talk to people about memory a lot Mm -hmm. and I talk to people about visualization a lot, Mm -hmm. which is almost, uh, you know, sort of hilariously broad term when it comes to memorizing music. Yeah. You know, there's audiation, there's, there's tactile sense, you know. But uh, one thing that was that had a profound impact on the way that I think about these things was a book. I'm forgetting the author. It's very easy to look up because the book is called Moonwalking with Einstein. Mm-hmm. Josh Four. Yes, mm-hmm. great. Thank you. So yeah, with with sort of the this idea that our place based visual memories are so profoundly powerful. Right. Yeah, yeah. The memory palace stuff. Right. And that's the whole basis for people performing these incredible feats of memory. You know, you say yeah. somebody recited 80,000 digits of pi yeah. from memory. And it, was, it mm-hmm. was a feat of, as since you read the book, you know, or, or you know, anybody familiar with that process, this was a feat of visual memory, of place-based visual memory. Mm-hmm. They assigned all those digits with a schema yeah. to images that they placed in a location that they know the same way that you know your house that you grew up in. Right. And when you describe, holy crap, when you described walking up those, I haven't thought about your house at home in vivid detail in a long time, right? Mm. But when you were describing it, it, it just came back, mm. you know, in such a profound way. And I, my, I just have so much curiosity about the relationship between that and this VVIQ yeah, me too. scale. Yeah, that's very interesting. How much does that count? Right. I don't know. Can you, when I was doing that for my house, can you do that for yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's interesting, though, because, like, you know, I think, like, a lot of us, uh, you know, you probably haven't been back to that house in a while because your family moved out of it. Yeah. And, but my family still lives in that home that I grew up in, but it's changed a lot. You know, you know that our, our house got, you know, totally rocked by Superstorm Sandy. Right. And like rebuilt. Right. So now when I go back, it's like, well, which version of the house? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and they sort of start to meld and morph. I, I could probably do your house. Yeah. I like, I like, I'm imagining walking through your house uh, and I definitely have a lot of things clear, but like, for instance, like, so I've, I've just walked down and then through that front door and then I'm in the kitchen or side door. I don't know whatever you consider that. Right. Yeah. And then like, you know, there's that table like kind of to the right and a little bit behind me. Of course. And it's like a wood table. Yeah. And what shape is it? Brown circular Uh wood table. 
And then it's like got a lot of shit on it, but I don't, I don't remember like what the shit is, you know, yeah. or like well, I, it changed every time you were in there. I'm yeah, sure. and I remember like I remember going to your living room. There mm-hmm. were, uh, there's a sofa here, a sofa there, and those have been your dad's too. chair. Yeah. But then, like I don't remember the color of the sofa. Mm. Well, the slipcovers changed. The piano, the piano moved. I think once, mm-hmm. but I now I think of it as like by that back door where the gravel is, mm-hmm. with the hammock and stuff. And this is very good. I mean, I can remember opening your do- opening the pantry and like where the Oreos are. <laughs> um, yeah, you're quite good at this. But I, but you know, I mean, a, an interesting question is like, I maybe have something that compensates for my lack of VIQ, right? Like, imagine like I have like some little inner recorder, which is like, he's not gonna remember any of this, so like, I better film it. I think I I don't know because. You know, I it, it it makes me curious about what imagine what is visual imagination yeah. or visual imagery. Like, it says imagery, not imagination. Is that you know? And so many a bunch, arguably all of these categories were memory based. Yep. Um, and so it seems like actually what you're describing is to me seems like this it just seems like a specific yeah, might be, subset yeah. of it, it might be. and i think you are like brilliant at one subset of it and pretty bad at some others right so you know you end up with whatever score you end up with but i could be wrong you know that's well, that's, that's also like a famously you know memory between men and women right like mm-hmm. women are like i'm lost <laughs> <laughs> Doing some nice stand-up comedy here. <laughs> you ever think about men and women? Men, men are always like, "We're going this way," and the woman's like, "I don't know where we are." No, okay, so I don't know the uh, the the. Uh, there are some stereotypes. Can you about can this. you fr- can you frame this up? Not stereotypes. There are some okay. biological differences. <laughs> well, I don't know about the, you know. I don't have data on this, so okay. I can't say we, whether we can, these are. We've got we've got some good research follow-ups. One okay. of them was this relationship between the memory palace stuff. I'm writing it down. Okay, great. And memory the, palace uh, versus VVIQ or slash VVIQ. Yeah, the memory right? stuff is biological. I, I would guess that men overwhelmingly are worse on this. On um, like I think mm, I'm 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 showing characteristic male properties which is that you're better with places spatial and directions, directions north south west east yeah. orientation and then women are so like for instance again the stereotype but also i think it's borne out in research and we'll find out is like women remember exactly what they were wearing what you were wearing mm-hmm. oh, i was wearing that red dress and you were wearing that shoes yeah I, I don't know if this is true but like uh the the hunter gatherer stuff comes into play here right? right because it's like men were out there like this hunt worked last time we have to map the space. Uh-huh. Women were at home, like picking like the berries that weren't going to uh-huh. kill them. That's like the the evolution thing. Sure. Yeah. I I just don't feel like I have enough info to talk. <laughs> You're about sitting that one out, and we'll we'll look it up and we'll discuss it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about okay. it. Because I, I it's fine. I have a shitty spatial sense. And yeah. like you know, whatever. Your X chromosomes are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Am I emasculated? <laughs> let's, let's move on. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, neither of us read the Reddit, uh, but there's a Reddit. There's a subreddit, Aphantasia, mm-hmm. and um, I, I guess without without going too deep into it, it's a little bit of this. Oh, year. that news story that just popped up. So what you scrolled it? down the second post here, uh, but we sorted by top right or something oh, like that. X- but did you hear that the the ex-head of Pixar sort of quit because he said his mind's eye is blind like he can't 
He can't imagine things. Anymore. That's why he quit? Uh, no, no, no. Not, not That's not why he quit. It's just something that he sort of came out with and, like... I mean, yeah, you go ahead and read, but what I remember is just uh, my the impression that I got. And you, you know, again, I, this could be just skimming things on social media. Yeah. Is that once upon a time he had the ability to visualize and imagine things visually, and he lost that. But it could just be saying he's never had, he, that he's always had aphantasia. I, yeah, I think I think you you've made up an you've made up an article an, a narrative where for this. where Ed Catmull was like d- disgraced and asked to leave Pixar <laughs> no, because no, he no, fell and hit his head and was... couldn't see things anymore. And it's completely uh, uh, Ed has speaking at first in a surprising he's... survey of former employees. So do some of the world's best animators. Interesting. Um, he he first realized his brain was different when trying to perform Tibetan med- meditation with a colleague. Visualization is a core part of the practice. He was told mm. to picture a sphere in front of him. He couldn't do it. Mm. Uh, so is this is this similar to how you feel like you've arrived at your self diagnosis? Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of so those meditation practices take very seriously. Like, what are you seeing with your eyes closed? Yeah. Well, now this just makes me want to think about the relationship between aphantasia and VVIQ because this VVIQ test seems to be testing more than simply that thing that we're talking about. Yeah. More than just imagination. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. Imagery versus imagination is probably my, my prime question about all this. Right. Is, is imagination a subset of the type of imagery mm-hmm. that we're testing? Is, mm-hmm. Does it include imagination and memory? Or are Add, we... Adding it to the... Uh, are we conflating things a little bit? Adding it to the, re- to the research to do. So uh, we're, we're already well into this bar cast. I want to respect... Uh, oh, yeah. I talk a lot. No, it's, it's fantastic. It's a rich subject. <clears throat> Fan- fantastic. It's a fantastic. Um... I don't know. I don't know how to. This is maybe a brief uh, segment, but like, I wanted to dig into what does it mean to people to be aphantasic. Like, yeah. I want to ask this question. I should have asked it. That would have been nice to bring this onto the broadcast. But I was thinking about asking, like, what does having aphantasia mean to you? Drop into the into the yeah. Subreddit. Just ask that question for people because, like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some people. Some people are like they take it as being like neuroatypical and yeah. it almost means to, I, I, what I'm, what I'm reading between the lines and sometimes in the lines of that people are like, ah, like finally a name to describe the way I'm different. Yes. And, and my personal fascination with it is almost the exact opposite, which is like, I feel super neurotypical. And now it just makes me want to know how does the brain work such that like you and I can be so different yeah. and yet like, we don't, yeah, we don't have feel accident. that difference. I mean, given the fact that no one even knew what this was until three years ago, shows how it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And yet there seem to be real differences. Or it's the sort of thing that people have talked about since caveman times. Yeah. And gone, wait, you like you can do that? Oh, like it's different for me. Mm-hmm. You know, this is. I think this has just exited the realm of the like. Does your blue look like my blue? Right. And and you know, we finally have the tools to kind of measure this. Yeah. Um. You know, so I don't know. It's it's tricky, especially especially using a subreddit like this as a kind of sample 
Because mm-hmm. what I'm seeing a lot of as we sort of scroll through this, so much of it is is identity. Yeah. Is that this is that that like people's people's quirks. You know, we're talking. Uh, you know, I guess I guess in a way we were talking a little bit about like quirks and normality. Right. Like you can have little. Um, you know, I'm I'm sort of using these terms very uh, cavalierly. But we we both feel like we fall within the realm of normal normal human thinkers, mm-hmm. and yet we have these big differences in this. You're more like this. I'm more like this in marked ways. But I don't know when I see when someone finds a has the impetus to find a subreddit and talk a lot about it. it it's interesting to me how much importance this seems to mm-hmm. gain. Maybe that's maybe that's privilege on my part of being like, well, I can imagine stuff just fine. So what's the fucking problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I I, I don't know. Do you feel like this could become a part of self identity for you? Like having a word. I'm, for I'm this. open to the possibility. Okay. Like, if it turns out that this impacts more of my worldview than I thought. Yeah. Then I would. Yeah. Like, I mean, while we're both normal-ish people, like, mm-hmm. we're certainly not normal-normal. And, like, if someone's, like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, let's say I'm a systems thinker. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that people who can't see things see systems. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, sure. they're, like, they're like, oh, do you do you not like sunsets? Or, like, well, I, so I like sunsets. I don't yeah. Know. But... I can ima- I can imagine oh, I can imagine like a horoscope type description of people who have aphantasia and if it really like resonated with yeah. me deeply I'd be like oh I have that yeah yeah for sure and it seems like to some extent that's already true uh, but uh, wait to what extent it's already true well that that you it was just the last thing that you said that I that I grabbed onto where I thought there was a description of it like that and you're like oh I have that no. Okay. No, I just made up for illustration. Okay, I gotcha. You know what I just thought of? Another thing I wanted to say about the quiz that you just mentioned uh, is that the sunrise question was so unfair to those of us who are maybe professional musicians and aren't early risers. Mm. I don't know the last time I saw a sunset. (laughs) Or sunrise, right? Yeah. Sunsets. Whereas I watch the sunrise every morning from my bed. Really? Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's like very beautiful. He's like, hello. Oh, that's why I black out (laughs) kids. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Where are we going now? Let, let's let's start to as we approach the close of this. Okay. Let's, let's uh, open to an open-ended exploration of. Um, so we've been talking about the mind's eye. Yes. But the mind has other senses. Right. I don't even know. I, I just want to begin to explore what does it even mean to have a mind's nose or a mind's ear. Uh, right uh, and and these other senses and like what the what the implications for that might be. Can I can we jump can we right freestyle in. a little bit? Yeah, because I I don't want to start with mine's ear because that's the one nearest and dear. That's that's the one I have so many thoughts about that it it might need to be another bark. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, but I want to start with the one where I feel like neither of us has any kind of special special ground. So I want to start with mine's nose and mine's tongue. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, so Nick is demonstrating both of these things with his eyes closed, interestingly. <laughs> um, so, for instance, you know, breaking yeah. the fourth wall, we just had some pizza delivered. Did right? it arrive? Yes, it's right <laughs> behind you. Wow, you are incredible at concentrating. 
I can tell you everything that has happened with this pizza. I, what? And you're... No, you're I mean, you, have, you have a little bit more of a vision. Yes, too. you're amazing. Uh, yeah, I've been like completely... Yeah, you've yeah. been locked in. You've been in the zone. You've been... Yeah. Uh, what is it? Plugged in? Wired in. Wired in. There you go. Okay, so I actually well, let's let's go away from that. Uh, can you imagine the smell of now we can really smell the pizza. a rose? How about the smell of cooking garlic? How about the smell of gasoline? I'm going fast for a reason. How about like shit? Mm-hmm. You can smell yeah. That. yeah, yeah. It's mine's notes, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like it's pretty vivid for you. Pretty vivid. Or the taste of the taste of a slice of New York pizza. The taste of a really good apple, the taste of macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. the taste of Oreos. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about that beer we were just drinking? That's a tough one. Okay, uh, you know. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you do the same? Um, give me some. Okay. It's <clears throat> <laughs> such a bad. It's such a naughty one. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make it good for the kids. Uh, but I can't, uh, <laughs> taste, uh, just imagining what it, what it was. Yeah. You know what it was. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, taste of broccoli. Mm-hmm. Taste of peach schnapps. Never had it. Taste of an ice cube. Mm-hmm. Taste yeah, of snow. On the water. Yeah. Taste of a peach. Mm-hmm. Taste of a cherry with a pit still in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel like this is part. I don't know. For me, this is the same thing. There are these sudden blasts, yes. <laughs> and if you try I had to the go, blast for yeah, sure. and that is the same thing for me visually. It's like, am I evaluating okay, the okay, blast? Let's go, let's go deep on broccoli for a second. <laughs> are you tasting the broccoli? This is making me so hungry. <laughs> are you tasting the broccoli? Um. Okay. Now it's I want gone. you to imagine it's a steamed thick. Okay. It's that steamed, thick, Is it no, the... f- no seasoning broccoli. Uh-huh, yeah. And now it's like a little bit wilted. Oh, was oh, like this was, was it crisp first? It was that like, ugh, like, uh, too, too, okay. that, that shitty steam, like not sauteed the, or anything. The thing. more, the more we go into this, the, the, the less vivid, it, or the longer I sit on it, yeah. the less vivid it gets. I, I don't have, I don't have any issues summoning those kind of things. But... Yeah. And, and, okay, so mine's ear. Mm-hmm. I think, well, we can try a similar, a really similar thing, right? Which is yeah. like, okay, can you imagine, uh, can you hear, ooh, this is a really interesting one. This is a memory thing, though, actually. Because yeah. I was going to say, can you imagine the beginning of Going the Distance by Cake? Uh-huh. You I'm know? Sorry, sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like remembering all of the cake songs right now. It's like bum 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 bum, and it's like that's not the kind of distance. But you're using your mind's ear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're using so my it mind's, in a very my, real way. My mind's ear is super strong. Mm-hmm. So the thing, well, so here's another thing. Again, it goes back to memory a little bit. Like, so uh, I was talking to Kevin a little bit about this, and like uh, we were talking about impressions and impressionists. Mm. So that's an interesting application of yeah, mind's ear, mind's ear, and also mind's eye. So, mm-hmm. like, in other yeah. words, if I'm going to do a... Who can we do an impersonation of? Jack Nicholson. Okay. <laughs> Christopher Walken? So, uh, uh, sure. Which one? Let's pick one. Christopher Walken. I think we should pick uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> okay. It's a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he he has this sort of self-satisfied smirk that I can't really yeah. do. Yeah. Kind of like... 
Yeah, I'm sort of getting what, yeah. And he does a lot of these swallows, like, and, uh, yeah, the pizza's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, me, let me finish mine, and then you can do yours. Okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, That's a tough one. Have, have you seen uh, Easy Rider? No. Okay, have you seen uh, The Shining? No. Okay. I know, you know I haven't have seen, seen any movies. I've seen The Passenger, the Antonioni movie from 1977 With, or whatever. I haven't seen him in that. Uh, what's a movie he did? Uh, Batman. Tim Burton's Batman. He's the Joker. I haven't, it's been out too long. As good as it gets. Helen Hunt. Okay, I've Mayer. never seen it, but I kind of saw the trailer so I can do it. <laughs> hey, Helen Hunt, why don't we get in the car and go for a long drive? I think the voice started out great, and then the accent got to me. That's uh, yours. Uh... I, I see. This is where this is where a certain element of the disconnect between. So so, this is this is part of the reason I'm interested in this as a musician, because what we're talking about is a form of improvisation, uh, inherently. Sure, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is where this is where uh, this is this is where my profound self consciousness, like really. Uh, forms a barrier between my ability, my sense, my visual and auditory memory of this thing and my ability to replicate that. Production. Yeah, production. Mm -hmm. And it's actually really similar to musical improvisation mm -hmm. where if you have, uh, everyone does to some degree, right? But like basically if your embarrassment, self-consciousness, whatever we want to call this, fear is a pretty good summary of it. Don't be afraid, Matt. <laughs> You can do the accent. Summarize if it if it. You still haven't done the impersonation. I know because because you're we, stalling. We've put, you're stalling. Go, come on. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Batman. That's pretty good. So. Yeah, you had a more gravelly. He's got more. Yeah, yeah, ideas. yeah. Hey. Part of it is sometimes I think of Jack Nicholson and I just see my Batman, dad. Batman, that's a pretty nice car. Why don't you watch the Lakers game? <laughs> hey, well, he's got this thing. You know, or... It's a little class to it, you know. Well, yeah, that, that, it went into, like, Sergeant Hatred from the Venture Brothers, which is where I usually go. Yeah. Uh, so much more to say. Yeah. I, let's... let's. Uh, I think improvisation and or some version of this could be a subsequent... Subsequent talk. Subsequent talk. Let's, let's close with a thought experiment that okay. I, I want to, if you have an answer to, great. Mm -hmm. If not, we can leave it for another time. Mind's ear, what, was, what I liked about mind's ear, and also mind's mouth, mind's taste. To mind's taste, okay. <laughs> it, seems, it seems more testable through, like, someone's ability to do something. So, for instance, like, if someone has no mind's ear, we probably notice that they have no ability to like remember songs or like produce songs like even if they can't a produce music, it a music a musia is a, musia, a disorder right so you'd have a musia mm -hmm. you would have if you had a taste you know no taste be like oh yeah there's, like, there's a nausea is i don't think i'm pronouncing it right but a nausea or whatever you want to say actually is a thing where people can't smell and you'd be like how was dinner last night and the person would be like good yeah, fine. fine i guess now, I don't, again, it goes back to the other question of, like, memory versus sure. replaying it, it in your mind's mouth or whatever. Imagination or... But there seem like they're more testable frameworks for it. Whereas, like, what, so what, if anything, is the equivalent of that for mind's eye? Okay, here's my, here's my totally off-the-cuff idea about this. Yeah. Uh, 
I think speech and and speech being our almost universal form of communication, everyday form of communication actually makes a big impact in the way that we see these things. Mm -hmm. Because I think something like drawing could be the mind's eye test, but when you're talking about sounds and reproducing sounds, or you're talking about describing things, we're tapping into a skill that everyone has practiced their entire lives. Mm -hmm. Whereas very many people basically practiced drawing a little bit when they were a kid in the ways that they were expected to, Mm -hmm. and then gave up on it forever. Mm -hmm. And drawing, like speaking, is a skill. Imagine, you know, the people who are amazing at drawing essentially draw, practice it a lot. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I I think drawing is the answer to your question. Mm. But I think that anything that can be described orally basically has an advantage in terms of how we can reproduce it because we're all practiced orators. Yep. That's my pet pet theory. I like that pet theory. I'll I'll close with, it's not, I don't know what the overlap with this is, but, Mm -hmm. and it's also, I don't, I don't remember the book well enough, but this book, uh, the Julian Jaynes book, The Origin of Consciousness and the Breakdown of the Bicameral Mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which was sort of like the, the The Westworld thing. The Westworld thing. He talks about, fuck, what does he say? It's super interesting. So, so the thesis, let, let's see if I, if I, if I, I'm going to bail on this in like 25 seconds if I can't remember it. Okay. But, uh, he, we used to hallucinate the voice of the gods. So before, okay. before we had consciousness, yeah, we were automata that walked around executing the orders of voices in our heads. Okay. Okay. Um, I have questions obviously, but, but I'm, I'm going with you because I think that is the thing that you're just like, that's his thing that that's, he said. That's his thing. Yeah. Um, as writing systems developed and also like a whole lot of other stuff happened and cultures started to see each other and any number of things, um, consciousness developed. Mm-hmm. Consciousness had to sort of invade one of our sense organs. Hearing was like already full up with voices. Okay. And so consciousness ended up uh, filling up our sense organ or our sight organ. Mm-hmm. Um, and his evidence for this is through language. So for instance, like in the Iliad or books that were written pre-consciousness, mm-hmm. there are a lot of references to like, he felt it in his gut, like uh, lifeblood spilled out of his like heart. Like there were a lot of like, there was no organ preference for disca- describing inner states. So for instance, like, uh, I mean, there wasn't consciousness yet, but sight wasn't really privileged. Okay. Now, I mean, think about how unified sight is with understanding, right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't really perceive your point here. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's like... Sure, sure. Anyways. I guess. I get what you're saying. Uh, so, does that have any implications for this? I guess the implication is sight and consciousness have become, like, fused. Mm-hmm. We all have consciousness, but, like, consciousness sort of will, like, I guess more easily, like, take on different sensory input. Or something like that. Such that, like, when we talk about seeing things, mm-hmm. like, we've kind of confused the confused the pot of soup of stuff in there. Whereas, like, 
taste and smell are like actually quite preserved. They're discreet. They're discreet. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some. There's something there. I have a. I have like a lot of questions, which is not the appropriate way to end. Yeah. I have no answers. So, yeah. I think. Uh, you know. So that's been the barcast. Um, thank you for joining us. Of course. I was talking to the listener. But of course, that's <laughs> No, thank you so much, Matt. And uh, yeah. we look forward to, uh, where can we find you? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we didn't do anything naughty. So, uh, you know. No, we might. So oh, this the, is reason I, the reason I kind of left a note in there okay. is so that we can, if we choose to, to re-put I something in the see. end there. Okay. Well, then uh, you can find me. You can't find me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or if you know if you know Nick, you can you can find me. DM me. Yeah, I'm. Where can I find Matt? You know, and then I'll ask like, you a couple if questions. You, like, if you sleuth through Nick's like mentions and stuff, mm-hmm. you might figure out who I am. There are a couple of Matts in my life. Yeah. So that's why I said might a little figure bit of out who I am. There. Yeah. But I've told, said some personal detail, identifying personal details. You have. I'd rather have it be a mystery. Okay. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>